Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Monday, February the 14th, 2022. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and, and the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you and I to for such a time as this, for such a time as this. Every now and then we need to be reminded that we were made for this, that God has a purpose and a plan for our lives. And even though sometimes life can be difficult and even sometimes days can be difficult and even sometimes we get news that is not always the news that we prefer, we know that the word of God says that all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. One of the things that we know about the Bible is that the Bible will always give us God's perfect will for our lives. Today is Valentine's Day, so I say happy Valentine's to you. Uh, I pray that you have at least one person in this world that loves you the way that Christ loves you. That is everyone's um, prayer. Uh, we know that God loves us. You know, that that is for sure. We know that God loves us because the Bible says, you know, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, that's my kind of love. Um, you know, there are different things that the world talks about when we talk about love. They talk about love languages. They talk about all of these things. But when we go to the word of God, the word of God gives us the ultimate definition of love and anything outside of what God says about love. I'm sorry. It's not love. It's not the love in the way that God intended us, intended for us to love. Now, God may allow us to love in other ways, right? We know there's a phileo and agape love. And I'm not a, a Greek uh, student or anything like that. These are just things that I've learned along the way. But the way that God loves us, that's agape. He so loved the world that he gave, that he gave, that he gave his only begotten son. He didn't have a lot of sons. He gave his only one. So we know that within itself requires a level of sacrifice. When you love someone, you are willing to sacrifice the things you want for the things that they need. See, God saw that there was a need here in the earth for you and I. He saw that we needed a savior. <laughs> Hallelujah. He saw that you and I, and I'm not even going to speak for you. I'm going to say me. He saw that I needed a savior. And without him, I couldn't breathe. Without him, I couldn't move. Without him, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't even think the right way. See, God saw a need. So what is love? Love is sacrifice. And when we look at the divorce rates, when we look at you know, people who separate, right? They get tired of loving. At some point, they get tired of loving. But I'm so thankful that unlike man, God never gets tired of loving us. 
I'm so thankful that unlike man, I know the father, you know, can sometimes get upset with me. I know the father can sometimes get annoyed with me. And you might say, well, Danita, how do you know that? Because the Bible talks about it. At the same time, we talk about God is a a God of grace and a God of, of mercy. He's also a jealous God. He's also a God that his children can provoke him to anger. If you don't know that, I, I encourage you to get in your word. So I know sometimes that I may provoke God to anger. I know sometimes that God has to allow me to reap some of the things that I have sown that I am not proud of. I get all of that, but I'm so thankful that even in all that, he never gets tired of me. I'm so thankful that even in all that, he never just wipes his hands of me. I'm so thankful that when I call on him, he still hears my prayers. Hallelujah. I'm thankful this morning. So regardless if you have a significant other in your life, regardless if you have a spouse in your life, you know what? God loves you. God loves you. And he loves you with an everlasting love. His love doesn't get tired. His love doesn't run out. His love doesn't walk away. His love stays. I'm so glad and I'm so thankful that God is in it for the long haul. He's in it for the long haul, y'all. He is in it for the long haul. He said he would never leave us nor forsake us. He's in it for the long haul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what does the Bible say about love according to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, starting with verse number four? Love is patient. Ooh, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. There's that sacrifice part. It is not easily angered. Doesn't mean that when you're in love with somebody, you don't get angry. The Bible says that love is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong doings. Keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. Always trusts. Always hopes and always perseveres. Love never fails. So if that's what love is, if that's what it is, this is how you know if you really love a person. And I'm not talking about love in terms of, I love you until you make me mad. I love you until you, you know, say something wrong. I love you, and you know, until you do what I want you to do or say what I want you to say. Mm -mm. So this is the opposite of love. Love is impatient. I mean, I'm sorry. When when there is no love, you will find impatience. Where there is no love, you will find people who are quick tempered. 
they get easily easily upset they fly off the handle quick easily offended they are unkind they are envious they boast they are full of pride they dishonor others well how do you dishonor others Danita you lie you cheat right you try to get people to take your side right it's not self-seeking you want to know somebody loves you all right are they is it all about them is it all about their way are they not ever willing to compromise or just say okay we did it my way last time we can do it your way it's not easily angered so the opposite of that right it is it is that they are easily angered they keep record of wrongdoings no matter how much you try to improve or better yourself they always want to remind you of your past of what you used today what you used to say how you used to be they delight in evil they delight in it they, they like it when things don't work out for you they like to see you struggle you know they like it when um people talk about you they kind of have a that's what you get mentality all right instead of rejoicing with the truth they don't even want to hear the truth huh they rather blame you than to take ownership over the things that they've done. All right. It's where it says it always protects someone who doesn't love doesn't protect. They let other people put their mouth on you. They let other people talk about you, about situations that they don't even know anything about. But yet they feel comfortable enough talking about you. There's distrust. They don't hope. They don't hope that the relationship will get better. They don't hope that you will get better. They are satisfied with categorizing you and putting you in a box in which you don't grow. And then always perseveres, which is the long suffering. They don't have any long suffering. You mess up once, you mess up twice, you mess up 10 times, even though they mess up daily. It's still your fault. And then lastly, it says not love never fails. The opposite of that is when people give up. God has given us, the Bible has given us a clear definition of love. And so with that, on this Valentine's Day, let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today, oh God. We magnify your name. We give you all glory, all honor, and all praise. God, we thank you for you said in your word that if you be lifted up, you would draw all men unto you. God, we lift you up on today because your word said that you so loved the world. God, we lift you up today, oh God, hallelujah, for those who don't realize how they are so loved. We lift you up on today, oh God, for those, Heavenly Father, who are in dark places, oh God, for those who are even contemplating suicide because they don't know the one who so loved them. God, you said by lifting you up, you would be drawing those unto you. God, draw those unto you who don't yet recognize the, that they are so loved. Draw those unto you, oh God, that don't recognize that they are the reason why they're still here 
in spite of what they went through as a child, in spite of what they went through as an adult, in spite of the people that lied on them, in spite of being molested, hallelujah, in spite of being a prostitute, hallelujah, in spite of being a whoremonger, oh God, hallelujah, your word said that you so love the world. God, draw them unto you even now as this prayer goes forth, O God. Draw them from the north, south, east, and west, O God, those who need to feel your love, those who need to know, O God, that your word is truth, that truly, unlike their mother and father, hallelujah, you said that you would never leave them nor forsake them, for the word says, your word, O God says that even though my mother and father, hallelujah, may forget about me, that's when the Lord shall take me up. Hallelujah, God, even for the child who feels abandoned and rejected, O God, we pray that now your love, O God, would over take them, would overshadow them, oh God, so that they know that they are so loved in the name of Jesus. Even for the divorcee, that man or that woman, oh God, who didn't want it, who prayed not for it to happen, who fought against it, oh God, but for whatever reason, Heavenly Father, it went through the judicial system. Let them know in spite of their spouse, oh God, hallelujah, that you so love them on today. In the name of Jesus, let the individual, oh God, who may be the only person left in their family, their parents have gone on home. Maybe they're the only child. Maybe they've lost their siblings, oh God. Let them know that they are not here in this world alone, for you so love the world in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. For that little boy or that little girl or that young man or that young woman, oh God, or even the older man or the older woman, Heavenly Father, who's, who feels like they can't take it no more, who feels like that everything that they've been told about this world is a lie, that everything that they've given out, that none of it has been given back to them, the kindness that they've given out, the gentleness that they've given out, the long suffering that they've given out, the need to, to be loved and to love that they've given out, oh God, and they are just ready, hallelujah, to to throw in the towel, they're just ready, hallelujah, to breathe their last breath, hallelujah, they're ready to take their life, oh God, God, we speak to their spirit now in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, and we bind the spirit of suicide even on today, oh God, hallelujah, and we speak life to their spirit across these airways, we speak life, oh God, hallelujah, to the individual who is alone, who feels alone. Hallelujah. God, send your ministering angels to let them know that they're not alone. Send your ministering angels, oh God, to let them know they can make it. Hallelujah. That they're going to be all right in the name of Jesus. Send your ministering angels, oh God. Hallelujah. Lay it on the heart of a friend. Lay it on the heart of a family member. 
lay it on the heart of a co-worker, oh God, to send them a text message, to call them, oh God, and to say, I love you. Happy Valentine's Day in the name of Jesus. Oh God, let those that have that you have called to make that call, to make that text, oh God, be obedient to your word on this morning, oh God. Let them know that what they're feeling to text is an unctioning of the Holy Spirit to save a life on today in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we thank you on this morning, oh God. Hallelujah, that even though, hallelujah, the world celebrates this day. Hallelujah, God, we celebrate you and your love for us. Because God, without your love, we wouldn't make it. Without your love, we couldn't go through some of the things that we've had to go through. Without your love, oh God, hallelujah, in the midnight hour, oh God, many of us, hallelujah, would have just laid in the bed. We would have just stayed in the bed, oh God, because of depression. But it was your love, oh God, that woke us up this morning. It was your love, oh God, that started us on our way. It was your love, oh God, hallelujah, that still puts a hallelujah in our voice. It's your love, oh God, hallelujah, that still reminds us, hallelujah, that we gonna be all right in the name of Jesus. It's your love, oh God, that reminds us, hallelujah, that if you be for us, who can be against us in the name of Jesus. It's your love, oh God, hallelujah, that tells us, hallelujah, even though we've been heartbroken, hallelujah, that there is still good men and good women in the world in the name of Jesus. It's your love, oh God, hallelujah, that teaches us because you've given us much grace that we are to give others much grace in the name of Jesus. It's your love, oh God, that tells us, hallelujah, that we are to keep no record of wrongs because you keep no records of wrongs, hallelujah, and in you there is no condemnation in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for your love on this morning. We thank you, oh God, for the times that you have allowed us, hallelujah, to experience love by others, to experience love, oh God, with those who really loved us. And God, we pray right now and we plead the blood of Jesus over every marriage, oh God. Even those who are separated, God, we plead the blood of Jesus over marriages on this morning, oh God. And for those who are on listening today who desire to be married, we plead the blood of Jesus over their marriage even now. For those who are considering reconciliation, God, we pray that your Holy Spirit would speak loud and clear unto them, O God, that their marriages would be reconciled and restored according to your word. God, we pray that you would remove every strange man or every strange woman that is connected, that that is the individual that 
keeps the marriage from being all that you would have it to be. Lord, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that because of the blood, the enemy has to pass by the union. God, before you made church, you made family, marriage, you made family and you hold it in high regard because of the family is an example of your commitment to the body of Christ, of your commitment to the church. Hallelujah. God, you remain committed to the church. And so I pray now and we pray, God, that husbands and wives will remain committed to each other, that they would read 1 Corinthians chapter 13, starting at verse 4, and they would get it down in their spirit and that they would see where they've been easily angered, that they would see where they've kept record of of wrongs, where they would see, oh God, where they've not been kind, where they could see, oh God, where they have not persevered, where they could see, oh God, hallelujah, where they have not been all that you have called them to be. Oh God, we pray for marriages on today, oh God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Marriages on today, oh God, even those that are headed to divorce court, even now, oh God, we pray that there would be a shift in somebody's heart. Let there be a shift in the heart of the one, oh God, who filed for divorce. Let there be a shift in the heart or in the hearts of the spouse or the spouses that are bitter. Let there be a shift in the heart, even now, in the name of Jesus. God, your word said that the king's heart is like channels of water and you would turn it whichever way that you choose. God, turn their hearts to your word. Turn their hearts to your word, oh God so that they could see what the true definition of love is. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen and amen.